0: You see, God's qualifications are not the same as ours. In the eyes of the world, in the eyes of humanity, Mary probably wasn't very qualified for the job. But in the eyes of God, she was the perfect person for the job. You see, God often uses common and simple things. What what made her the perfect candidate, I believe, was number one, her her love for God and her humility. This humble young servant girl who loved God, who worshipped God, who, who looked to Him for guidance, who looked to Him. For all things and reverenced him and counted him as worthy of her worship. It was her love and her humility that qualified her to be the vessel that God would use. It wasn't her status. It wasn't her bank account. It wasn't her, her, her position in the world. It was her love and her humility that qualified her for this task and so it is with you and i god is not looking for the most qualified in human terms he's looking for someone who simply has a heart for him who loves him and is open and willing and humble to whatever he calls them to do you know god has such a record of using common things throughout the bible he does that and each of these common things he used for for great purposes not these these are people and things that we may not have ever chosen i mean let's think about abraham his wife was barren he was elderly and 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 of all the people that could have become the father of a nation abraham we would have thought he's not qualified for that. He, does, he, he doesn't have the stamina. He, he, he doesn't have the energy. He, he's not up for this kind of job. But God said, Abraham's my man. It's just a simple boat made of wood and pitched with tar and all of that kind of stuff. And it, it's just a, a boat. And you don't think much about a boat until it becomes the ark. And it's used to bring the salvation of humanity when God pours out His wrath on the earth in a flood. It's just a, it's just a jar that you put water in. It's, a, it's an earthen vessel. There's nothing really special about it. It's used to carry water. But when it's broken and used by God, it becomes the very thing that God uses for, for Gideon to conquer The army of Midian, a shattered jar. The smallest tribe, the smallest family. Of Of all the places, of all the people, of all the towns, and of all the families that could have been chosen for the first king, it was Saul. He's just a shepherd boy. He doesn't know a whole lot about a whole lot but he's humble and he loves God and God marches him out on the battlefield with a slingshot and a couple of rocks and says, take the big boy down. And he does. It's just a shepherd's rod. They're used all the time. There's nothing special about them. It's a piece of wood. But in the hands of Moses, used by God, it parts the Red Sea. It's just stone, just Just rock. That's all that it is but when it's, but when it's used to by the finger of God to start as he inscribes on it it becomes the tablets of the Ten Commandments.
1: <laughs>
0: New Testament tells us that it was just a bunch of fishermen, IRS agent and a bunch of, a bunch of zealots and, 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 and people who, who were nobodies in society that, that Jesus would choose to be the first. 12 disciples, God uses common things. So don't register yourself unqualified. Don't look in the mirror and say, God could never use you. Because the truth is, He can. So imagine her surprise. But then lastly, in in her response, I want you to see her surrender. Because that is equally important. Her while the surprise is that God would love me and my unqualified self enough to use me, but the surrender was that she loved God enough to let him do as he had chosen to do. You see, service was a choice. As This angel is appearing to Mary and beginning to share with her God's plan for her life and God's plan for humanity. How she, God has chosen her to be the vessel that he would bring the Messiah in. Let's not forget when we get to this right here, uh, to this passage of scripture, there have been 400 years with no new prophet in Israel. We call them the silent years God was still working, God was still speaking, God was still doing His thing, but there was no new prophet with no new prophecy. Everything that needed to be said to set the stage for Mary had already been said. He needed her. Her service was a choice. You see, I believe, and and God forgive me if I'm wrong, I believe Mary could have said no. I believe she could have. I believe she could have said, you know what, I, I'm not up for this kind of challenge. Number one, I'm a virgin. Number two, I'm, I, haven't go, you know, I haven't actually been married yet. And number three, the thought of carrying the Son of God. You know what, I, I'm going to pass. Can you get somebody else? And, and guess what she didn't do? She didn't say, because it's not recorded for us here, so I I believe she didn't say it. She didn't say, can I pray on this? Can you give me a week? Let me pray about it a little bit. Isn't that what we do when the nominating committee comes to us? Let me pray about it. That's our way of saying, I'll tell you no next week. I don't want to tell you no now, I'll tell you no next week. Let me pray about it. She could have refused. But she would have missed God's greatest blessing on her life. Yes, it was going to be difficult. Yes, there was nothing going to be easy about this road that she was choosing to take. There was going to be anything but easy to to do all that would be involved in, in going through with this. But it was a choice. Because she loved God. And she knew that God was, that God was not going to, to use her and abuse her and misuse her. He knew that God was going to do what was best for her and for this baby. Her song... We, we, you see it in the Scripture. We didn't read it today, but it's found there in verse number 46. Listen to Mary. I mean, is this not a woman who loves God? Is this not a choice she's, she's singing about? As she says, My soul exalts in the Lord, and my spirit has rejoiced in God my Savior, for He has regarded this humble state of this bondservant. For, for behold, from this time all generations will count me blessed, For the Mighty One has done great things for me, and and holy is His name. And His mercy is upon the generation after generation toward those who fear Him. He's done mighty deeds with His arm. He has scattered those who were proud in the thoughts of their heart. He's brought down rulers from their thrones. He's exalted those who were humble. He's filled the hungry with, with good things. He sent away the rich empty-handed. He's given help to Israel, his servants, in remembrance of his mercy. He has spoke to his fathers, to Abraham and his descendants forever. What a song of love and praise and worship to God. Service was a choice. And so it is for you and I. You can say no to God. He can call you to to a place or a thing or an act. And you still have the option to say no. You can do that. But when God's calling you to it, He's already said to you, it's not because you're qualified, but because I'm qualifying you and I want you to do this. And if you choose to say no, you're going to miss out on one of God's greatest blessings. And can I tell you something else that's going to happen? You're going to be miserable. <laughs> You're going to be miserable when you say no. You're going to have a hard time finding peace when you say no. Been there, done that. This is not the t-shirt that says that, but I do have one. When God began to call toward full-time vocational ministry and having had a a grandfather who had been a pastor and had seen the heartaches that he had gone through and the troubles that he had had and the struggles that go with ministry, I'm going to be honest with you. I told God, I'll do anything but that. And I began to try to do everything but that. I'll become a deacon, I'll I'll do this and I'll serve over here and I'll I'll make sure I'm at church every Sunday and I'll, I'll try to start reading my Bible better and I'll start doing all this other stuff. But can I tell you something? Miserable. It is a choice. But when we choose to serve, it is an expression of our love for God. Service was not only a choice for her, but in her surrender she was willing to pay the price. You see, she understood the implications of what was going on and she sat there and pondered these things in her heart as the Bible says that she did. Then suddenly the weight of what she was being asked to do began to light upon her shoulders. You see... If she were to say yes, she would become pregnant before her wedding day. Now, her wedding day may have been just around the corner. It may have been only a week away, two weeks away, three weeks away. It may have been long before she was showing. We don't know exactly when in that time frame between when she received this announcement and and she and Joseph went through with their marriage. We, we, We don't know exactly what it was, but... She understood the implications that when the word gets out, it'll be scandalous, there'll be whispering, there'll be gossip, there'll be rumors. There'll be rejection by, possible rejection by family or friends, and most importantly, Joseph. And we know that Joseph, being the honorable man that he was, when he found out and she shared with him the information that had been shared with her. We know that he was he was broken by it. He was he was wounded by it. He was hurt by it, but yet he still loved Mary. So he said, I've, I've got to find a way to put this to bed quietly. I've, I've got to find a way not to shame her any more than she's already been shamed. I've got to find a way to end this marriage without embarrassing her. And her family any further. But until the angel showed up and said, Joseph, you didn't believe her, did you, boy? She told you what was going on, but you didn't get it. Well, I'm just here to go ahead and tell you she was spot on 100%. And Joseph, just as she has been chosen to be the earthly mother of Jesus, I want you to be the earthly father. That works with him and walks with him as he grows. She was willing to pay the price and still willing to serve. Can I just go ahead and tell you this? Serving God is never easy. It is never easy. Many of you know that. You've taught the Sunday school class when no one would show up. You poured your heart into preparation only for that one or two or possibly no one at all to show up. You know what it's like to serve on that team or that committee and to do the very best that you can, but someone had a, a, a crossword to say about what you had done because you hadn't done it the way they thought it ought to be done. They weren't pleased with your performance, and so they said something about it, and it hurt. You knew the the time you'd put into it. You knew the effort you'd put into it. You knew the heart you had put into it. And you knew you were doing it because you loved God, but yet somebody rejected it. Serving God is hard. But she was willing to do it anyway because she loved the God that she served. if you want to serve God it's going to require a sacrifice from you can I just go ahead and tell you that it's going to cost you something but serving God is the only way and the only time that you can truly find That peace that comes from knowing you're in His will. So here's how I want to close our time together this morning. Just understand that God's calling us to love Him and serve Him. God's calling us to do something. To get up and stop being a spectator. There's work to do. There's things that need to be done. There are people that are waiting on us. There are individuals that need us. And he's saying, I'm I'm calling you today. But it's going to cause you some discomfort. I'm not not qualified, God. Oh, yes, you are, because I'm not looking at how qualified you are. I'm looking at how I've qualified you to do it. How are you going to respond to that invitation? What excuse are you using now? Maybe God's already called you to something. I had a, I had a good friend of mine, a pastor one day, was talking uh, to someone in my presence and, and that person said, well, I, I just don't know what God wants me to do. I, I feel like He wants me to do something, but I don't know what it is. And he, he said one of those profound things that I've ever heard. Go back and do the last thing He told you to do. Then He'll give you the next one. You see, sometimes that's what we want God to do, isn't it? God tells us He wants us to do something, we go, pass. (laughs) Not me. I don't like that. That's that's not me. Pass. Now, God, what would you have me to do? Why won't God use me? Why won't God tell me what He wants me to do? Go back and do the last thing. That he told you to do. And then he'll give you the next thing. So how are you going to answer his call to love and serve him? And how and what excuse are you using right now to not do it? Just a moment, we stand, we sing. Altar's always open. Maybe you need to pray where you are. Maybe, maybe today's your day to do what Mary had to do. Be it unto me, your bondservant, O Lord. Let it it be to me as you've spoken. Let your will be done here. I'm going to step out of the way. I'm going to surrender. I'm taking my hands off of it. Lord, I don't know what it's going to look like. I don't know where it's going to take me. I don't know what all is going to happen. But God, I trust you. And I love you. And I know you love me. So I'm just going to trust you. Today's the day to do that. Father God, thank you truth of the matter is you're you're holy and you're divine and you're majestic you're powerful you are holy and righteous but you're also gracious and good and lord while you could do all things without us you you don't need us lord but you want us and i thank you for that Lord, there's someone sitting in this room today, and I I don't know who it is. I I, I truly believe that there's someone in this room today. You're calling to do something right now. You're calling them to take on some form of service for your kingdom, for your glory, to bring you majesty. You're calling them, Lord, and today they have a choice. Maybe they're surprised by your call. They feel unqualified. Lord, may today be the day that they understand that your call upon their life is not based upon their qualifications. It's based upon your love for them. And Lord, may they surrender because of their love for you. Give us the courage to do the difficult things that service calls for us to do. Give us the faith and the courage to trust you when serving you becomes painful and difficult. Give us the courage and the faith to keep serving because we love you and you love us. In these next few moments, Lord, raise up men, women, teenagers, who are willing to say yes to your assignment. And Lord, may you do great things in and through their life. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. As we stand and as we sing. Sorry about that, guys. Y'all better be glad I wasn't singing too loud because that microphone's still on. I would have burned your ears off. Uh, But thank you for being here today. God bless you. Um, The personnel team, we're gonna meet downstairs in the conference room really quick, immediately following this. Um, It'll be very brief, I promise. But because I had told you that if you would like a ride, please let me know. I've put this little piece of paper right here that says, would like a ride. How's that? And I'm going to have it right over here on this side, on the front pew. And if you would, and listen, don't be embarrassed to ask for that. Please don't be embarrassed to ask for that. Uh, We got some people that would love to enjoy your company in the ride here and back home. So if you would like to come tonight, but you know it's going to be dark, it's going to be rainy, it's messy, and you would like to be able to come and you'd like someone to help you out, please come up and let me know, Just give me your name. Uh, And that way we can set that up for you, okay? Uh, Thank you again for being here today. God bless you. Uh, We're going to be dismissed in prayer, and I look forward to seeing you tonight. Uh, Six o'clock, right? Six o'clock right here as we enjoy uh, the hard work that our choir has put in. They've been practicing very diligently. We enjoy that, and then we'll swim on over to the fellowship hall and have uh, some great uh, cookies and desserts and all the good stuff that diabetics need so badly. Okay? We'll do all that. Let's pray. Father God, thank you for this opportunity to be here today. Lord, we love you. We praise you. We thank you that you, you, you have such an awesome plan for every one of our lives. That Lord, that you have a, de, a design and a desire for each of us. Lord, not just for a, a small period of time or not just for a few weeks or a few months, but for our entire life. Lord, I pray that we'll be open to that, that we will... Re- We'll we'll run toward uh, your call upon our life, and we'll say yes, and we'll surrender, even though we know, Lord, that it's going to be difficult. We will do it because we love you, and you love us. Dismiss us with your grace and your love. Keep each one safe as they travel home. Keep us safe, Lord, as we travel back this evening. And we pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. We are dismissed we